Hope you all had a busy and amazing week and it's not over yet. Hello, welcome back to Busy Sundays season 2. We will be speaking to entrepreneurs, change makers, thinkers, industry leaders. Stay tuned. We all have heard someone is one in million. But today we have someone who is million in one. Poonam Vijay Thakkar. She's an industry expert, speaker, and award-winning corporate leader from field of marketing. She's an a social entrepreneur, founder of Digital CSR campaign, Support Saturdays, and V2. She's also a fellow at Global Peaks Institute UK. She has two decades of extensive experience with world's top companies. She has contributed to the success of various brands with Vodafone, Indian Express, Uh, some investments in South Africa, Aditya Birla Group, Niti Aayog, and so on. She is an alumni from IIM Ahmedabad. She is also a Six Sigma Green Belt and internationally certified Strong Mind Coach. Super happy to host Poonam Vijay Thakkar to Busy Sundays. Poonam, very warm welcome. Happy to be on your show. Okay. Poonam, how health has been? How's everything around? Yeah, so we all saw the tough times, a very very unprecedented phase for everyone. Twenty uh, twenty uh, was an eye opener from many angles, not just businesses, but human life, value of human beings, value of your family, value of your career, value of uh, in a difficult time how you can humanize yourself better and be able to be of help to others. I think. Uh, we saw movement happening around uh, around the world, uh, where we saw individuals coming forward to help others. So um, tough times, in fact, make people stronger. I'd say 2020 has taught us a lot, and uh, from health point of view, all perfect. I am very happy, and I feel that I have achieved something after my second vaccination is done. So supercharged. <laughs> Good. Uh, we have been wearing a lot of hats, which requires travel, meeting a lot of people. Yeah. With COVID restrictions in place, uh, we do not have an opportunity to go out many number of times. How do you manage uh, remotely, digitally, and how you keep up the pace? Because minus the physical meetings and going out would have been difficult. Oh yes, absolutely. I think that has been the case for everyone. But a huge thanks to already. some platforms that uh, existed but we never utilized 2020 gave us that opportunity to look at them from utilization point of view at a larger scale so the human touch is missing like right now you and i uh, are talking to each other through using the medium of voice but when you meet a human being you know when when you want to collaborate when you want to align when you want to bring synergies of human beings together um nothing can beat you having a cup of coffee with your teams and your partners going but um having said that let me tell you something mukesh uh, last year opened up opportunities for me to be 100 times more productive i am at a base minus the humanizing factor which is definitely missing you want to catch up with people right how the productivity has taken complete upsurge you look at the fintech and even the bfsi numbers you would know that productivity has taken a different kind of a route altogether 
Personally, if I talk about um, in a normal course, now you also know where my offices are and how difficult it is to be maneuvering around in a city like Bombay. Uh, between one meeting to another meeting, it is just 10 minutes. So look at your productivity minus and uh, it, it was a little strange initially to be talking to people, digital mediums, but I'm appreciating the digital mediums to be giving as much as feel as they can. Now it has become a part of life. We have been able to achieve much more by not wasting a lot of time and being able to catching up with people much faster. So I would say this is for keeps. I would want this hybrid life to be there for the sake of productivity to go up. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, in fact, there's a documentary on uh, Apple TV, which talks about mm -hmm. the year Earth stood still, which talks about how humans not moving out has given uh, ecosystem its balance back. Absolutely. So, and the travel part was contributing a lot to noise, pollution, um, I would say global warming and a lot of stuff. Nature, nature has its own twists and turns. Nature would know when to come and say, hey, you are just humans. You're driven by me. This is nature. This is the higher power. And, and it will put the foot down when it has to. So I think it was, it was needed. It was much needed. <laughs> okay. Touching on that, that digital and the social element, uh, you, you use LinkedIn a lot. You have been lighthouse to many. Uh, you have given people hope and direction together because they are the two integral part of giving somebody a forward-looking, uh, I would say, path. Uh, how it all started and how Mentor for Change is playing its tune? Sure. Uh, so, Mukesh, this is, I'll, be, I'll just reflect back to uh, June 2020, you know. Um, we were just kind of surfacing what was happening around. And uh, one fine day when I looked at... Uh, what was happening on LinkedIn and the kind of DMs that I was personally receiving from people asking for help, guidance to completely 360 degrees shifted to so many people reaching out to you for help, for jobs. We saw businesses shutting shops. We, we saw witness layoffs. We witnessed uh, companies feeling helpless. We witnessed everything. It was a very, very dark phase, I would say, professionally, commercially, and especially for people. Still date, if you open your LinkedIn, you will see still people asking for help. Though the markets have opened up, opportunities are resurfacing back. But the major problem, today's youth, today's work culture, today's organization are going to be facing is going to be a very different kind altogether. We are talking about skill set not being there on the shop floor. We are talking about people being out to be available for employability, but the skill sets lacking. So to answer your question, June 2020, uh, when I was sitting with my teams just like this digitally, we said there is no point of putting uh, informational posts, talking to people about what they should be doing because there are so many people who are out of jobs. you know. And if you have created a personal brand, this is now your responsibility to give back to your community. And that's how the whole ideation happened, that uh, how can we scale this up? You reaching out to me for help, I sending your CV to somebody I know, to making it a people's movement. And when we thought of this, the entire ideation of the campaign happened, that one person doing it versus 75 people doing it, it's going to be a different scale altogether. And 
the basics of digital marketing, something that I come from, a field, a basics of influencer marketing put together and we created a recipe called Hashtag Support Saturdays. Um, I'm very proud to say that uh, when you look for good people, the world is full of good people. It's, it's about you looking for good people. I just wanted to have a small cohesive team of 25 people to be doing this, but there was so much of response from people. We are today 75 member team and we are restricted to that team because it will be difficult to manage so many people. Uh, what uh, professionals gave me as a feedback was that Poonam, there is charity happening on the road. There is charity happening in the hospitals, but for professional community, not just call it a charity, but a way of supporting meaningfully to other professionals, there was no medium. We didn't know how to. And through this platform that you have created, we know that we have to invest time on Saturdays by sharing series strategically at a time using the virality uh, as a factor to be used strategically. And we are able to give results. So we have seen many people getting placed. We have seen many people coming back to us saying that, hey, because of you, my visibility has gone up. I have got so many contacts. I have got so, as we say, your, your net work is your net worth. So we use that. The other movement is hashtag V2 because uh, Mukesh, I'm very sad to mention that the highest, the, the losers have been women last year through because of the pandemic. Women have lost majority. I don't have a straight number that has come out, but of course, if you look at the reports, this is a reality. And not just this, what kind of um, 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 you know, problems women face in the corporate world? Um, I thought that after spending 21 years, it's a long time. <laughs> it, was, it was time to actually create a platform for women to just spread awareness, talk about things, discuss about things. And eventually this is now also a 50 plus member team. We wish to, uh, we started this on 8th of March, Women's Day. But again, the response of people and women who wanted to talk about their stories, right? Uh, this has become a monthly affair now where we have on 8th of every month, uh, one panel discussion coming out. By the time it is 8th March, 2022, we will have an ebook with all the stories together. So this is again with a motto to guide the younger generation because nobody has the time to experience everything in life. Like if I look at 21 years back, I experienced, there was no handbook. So we are trying to create that. <laughs> Great. Awesome. What keeps up your belief and energy? That's a great question, Mikesh. Um, you know, your reality is the reflection of your strongest belief. As a human being, as a professional, what do you believe in? And if you don't stand up for something in life, you're bound to fall for anything. True. So, so the belief is to go on, continue look for opportunities, be able to help others and have a strong belief in your skill set. If you're able to build that kind of strong mind where it is not giving up to any kind of gyrations in your life, you can take your career, yourself, your entire 360 degree of your life to the next level. And this mindset of, I would say, failing forward. You're going to fail, but you have to fail forward. Learn from it and go to your next level. Yeah, fail forward, fail fast, uh, be resilient because uh, yes. it doesn't, doesn't matter how many times we fail, it matters how many times we get up. You resurface back with a higher passion to deliver. Okay, 
let me let me shift gears and put you in a different spot which is more of a your subject matter expertise recently we have seen a lot of sports stars internationally they are moving coke bottles beer bottles xyz they are moving they are fiddling with things which were there as part of the setup because they were part of the marketing campaign digitally and all that and it has caused a lot of impact um, people have sometimes made fun of it sometimes made uh, funny things out of it sometimes made fun learning out of it what's your take on such moves when when sports stars take things on their hand which was not planned it was impromptu somebody did that right mukesh we have to understand the power of social media now this is a this is a very powerful world a stage that has been created through the advent of social media for people to express themselves without any boundaries or foundations now this is a let's just talk about facebook for that matter and i'm talking about 22% of the population using facebook in the world that's how largely we are connected so any celebrity a person that has public responsibility or a public face trying to be impromptu or just be yourself i would call it i've seen that clip uh cristiano just saying hey why it is here you know he must be feeling like that why is it here i'm no more the ambassador i'm not a just just remove it i don't care it was impromptu it was a very um i would say natural reaction from somebody who was not wanting to get distracted by any brand when he is going to be talking to media so if i were to just take that instance and say uh earlier the non digital era i'm talking about um 789 celebrity saying anything or anybody of a public um, you know responsibility saying anything in the closed doors or in just one newspaper would not have this kind of a damage or effect today thanks to the social media now everybody is a journalist anybody having a following can influence people and that's the power that's the power of people this i would say Uh, a, a larger, large-scale democracy worldwide. So it will have positives. We are able to influence people towards certain good things, and it will have negatives. So pros and cons are always there. But yes, uh, people with public responsibility could possibly be more responsible. And uh, if they are not and wanting to drive something, then they must know that it can have a major impact. From a business point of view, uh, it was just momentary. when we saw billions billion dollars getting here and there it was momentary uh, because these are rumors newses tractions virality uh, a very tactical things happening but yes the business resurfaces back i don't think brands will ever have any impact on these momentary effects another one on subject matter but it's in a different subject which you handled or you have been handling very recently or you're building upon uh, analytics Uh, which comes from the big data a lot of organizations are sitting on big data mining and all that but to create a meaningful data out of this large data it takes a little bit of wisdom and time so right. how organization should try and bring up some pace to this data mining and create some meaningful data that's a brilliant question mukesh and i say this because i will have to think about the answer now 
Uh, I'm going to be quoting a report by that I recently uh, read from IBM. It says that the future looks bright for India's economy, fueled by an entrepreneur culture and youthful workforce, among other advantages. However, a looming talent shortage could threaten that future. New technologies, ever-changing skills requirements, and curriculum are challenging India's higher education system in its efforts to equip uh, possibly graduates with job-ready skills. To address these challenges, not just the corporate houses, as you rightly said, what corporations or corporates can do, but also India's education leaders should consider providing students or the new age workers with required skills to partner with the growth, with the industry and take the matter ahead. I'm going to take you back to my memory lane in 2017 when I took up a role as an analytics head for digital communications and looked at the large databases. Honestly, my challenge was not really unstructured data or some kind of structured data or a massive data that was available. The challenge was, were people ready to look at data, use the wisdom, adopt technology as a part of their, as a part of their learning, earning, career? Uh, the mindset played a very higher role until date, to date. Uh, it is very easy to be able to take and adopt systems. But how do we put people with a growth mindset to make use of the, those systems was a bigger challenge for me. Um, just to give you a very quick example, even for your listeners, people who, who master Excel sheets you know, with, with themselves, like they will input numbers and they, they are masters of Excel sheets. If you tell them, hey, I'm going to be removing this skill, I don't need the skill rather. You can be shifted to platforms and you can be more productive. There comes the barrier of acceptance. Fast forward 2020, it just made life a little easy. Because now if you don't think digital, if you don't work digital, you're not going to exist. So I call this period as a churning period, the disruptive period, where as marketer, I remember shifting onto digital 2012 onwards, 2020, there is no exception. Anybody and everybody who is in the business is will have to think digital and have to work digital. From analytics and digital large databases point of view, we are still at a nascent stage. We are still trying and testing different models that can work for us and can make us more decisive from consumer-based data points. Uh, as we say in analytics, you know, the system is just going to be an enabler. You put gold in, gold out. You put garbage in, garbage out. So the, the real work is to first shift the mindset. The second, shift your unstructured data into structured way. The moment your structured data, which is a very larger part, you know, before you fancy any system working for you. And then when you put right queries and right questions, looking at your large data, it is going to give great insights for consumers, for businesses to be able to take their business many folds up. And that is what we are constantly striving to achieve and build. Thank you. That was, that was helpful uh, in knowing uh, from a leadership point of view what it would take to uh, just not understand large data, but how do we go, how do you deal with large data? How do you, how do you take people up to accept that it is going to be a large data. Like for example, we never heard of a designation like chief, chief data officer. Never existed, right? Yeah. Because for, for every department, there is data available. 
there is a sales department saying, hey, this is my data. Now, this is not your data. This is organization's data. And you need somebody to be leading this data because data is currency. So you're, the world has moved. <laughs> you're right. Uh, I, I remember uh, my PepsiCo days back in US. Uh, they coined a term called chief digital officer, yeah. uh, which created a, an, pardon me, um, it created a little bit of confusion, at least for the teams uh, like us because we have a chief technical officer, we have chief information officer, and then we have a chief digital officer. So like, who is he? Is what is he going to do? Well, because there's a technology which takes care of hardware engineering, and there's somebody like information officer who takes care of data flowing in, uh, softwares, buying procurement and all that. What yeah. the digital will do, but over a period of time, we realized uh, it was kind of like a transformation uh, from digitized to digital to electronics to being uh, being part of life, that was the uh, shift or the change management, which was the central role for this officer. And Absolutely. It helped. Okay. To empower somebody, we have to enable someone. Absolutely. Especially for entrepreneurs. And in that section, women on entrepreneurship. How your uh, different initiatives, we call it B2, or the, your work with Niti Aayog and other uh, platforms, how that has been helping the women entrepreneurship and what are your, I would say, top two things you would like to achieve in coming X days, X years? Great. So I'll also add into a new information that I like to announce or give out through your platform that I have also joined the board of UNACC. And now uh, this is a board that is um, um, uh, an initiative to transform the global citizen by 2020, uh, by 2030, sorry, Indian public policy think tank aiming at driving sustainable development goal for India in association with UN. Thank you so much. In association with UN and um, it, it's the, the initiative is underneath the IOC and it is called as SDG uh, Chopal, founded by Nagrik Foundation, an initiative in collaboration under Niti Aayog with United Nations. So Indian government is working on a sustainable development goal initiated by UNs. And in the recent, what I want to mention here is the SDG, the Sustainable Development Goal, that as all uh, worldwide we want to achieve. You know, India has been placed at 120th position out of the 155 countries. Now we have a lot to do. So I think uh, I will be uh, working closely with Dr. Rajat Sharma's team under this and um, uh, looking at how the goal of achieving sustainability in terms of digital transformation, because look, 5G, how is 5G going to impact lives and impact businesses and how much sustainability is there? It's something that at a higher level, uh, think that tank, uh, uh, the leaders will have to collaborate and work around uh, new innovation. From women point of view, your second question, I'm very glad to mention about two initiatives that I'm aware of. Um, National Commission of Women under the leadership of Ms. Rekha Sharma has launched in association with IAM Bangalore. So I'm happy that institutions are also taking part in this and SME for, uh, Forum India uh, to empower women leaders. This is a complete, um, as you said, enabling them empowering them by enabling them to learn how digital businesses function, how they can launch their online mini businesses and how women startups can take the leap ahead. Uh, the other forum is also Wiki, the Women's Chamber of Commerce. They also have a lot of initiatives where 
uh, you can reach them uh, and and uh, get help in terms of enablement. So I think um, uh, I think the world has a lot of opportunities to be looked at. The two things that I would want to achieve is uh, the of course the younger generation to understand how to be how to be skilled to become employable and not just be an MBA standing out and saying hi I'm an MBA I'm not getting a job. MBA is one thing. Are you skilled? I want the complete, and that's that's where you will see me taking a lot of sessions on growth mindset. Growth mindset is actually about understanding what is the need in consumer marketing. First, we want to understand is not my product. I'm not very proud of my product. I'm proud of there is a problem, and I'm, my product is going to fix that problem, and hence the consumers. So I think just like product marketing, today's generation will have to think, and for that matter, myself. I will have to think as a CMO how what is my fitment in the industry, how can I contribute, and all MBAs out there, even the people who are with 15, 20 years of experience, you will be employable by your skills, not by your experience. Is the message I want to leave. Nice. Let's do a quick rapid fire. No right, no wrong questions. Even answers are not right or wrong. You pick the best one and you feel like, okay. Done. Coaching versus mentoring. Coaching any day. Human intelligence versus AI. Human intelligence that created AI. Oh, okay. <laughs> Progression versus acoustic. Acoustic any day. Real is real. Okay. Hard money versus crypto. Crypto. Let's talk okay. about new things in life. <laughs> Juices versus slushes. None. Sugar is no for me. Okay. 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 And there is no juice that can, uh, you know, taste well without sugar. So no. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Okay. So we have next time we should say fruits versus slushes. I like stay yeah. natural. Cool. Thank you. Okay. Final words for our listeners. Um. As I said, I think I've already given my final words. Um, look at your challenges as opportunities. The moment this shift over happens, you will automatically become creative. The new thing in businesses that we are talking about today is not about creativity. Creativity has become old. It's past. We are talking about innovation and creativity. So that is the new thing in life now and in businesses. So Think being productive with latest skill sets. Think being productive by being the innovative entrepreneur that you can be, even in a job. So all the jobs, because they are going through disruption, will need uh, entrepreneurial mindset, startup way of working and thinking. Thank you, Poonam. Thank you so very much for taking our time for Busy Sundays. Thank you so much. I am honored to be on this show. Thank you so much, Mukesh. share, like and subscribe Busy Sundays. Thanks for listening. See you next week.